Good morning. Um, we're holding Yotala Damadala, the Shef of Mayim. Yotala Damadala, we are one, two, three, four, five. Five lines down into the wide lines in Yotala Damadala. Omar Ra, says Ra, Kalanetin Shonim Lachavere, Kedem Shifala. This is the question which uh, quite a few people have been waiting for, and that is, can one greet somebody before davening? Anyone who greets his friends before davening, it's as if he's made him to a bomber into a forbidden altar, he's made his friends into a forbidden altar. As it says, withhold yourself from the man, that has a neshama in his nostrils, because with what is he considered kosher? Meaning, we darshan it like this. Don't read it as, sorry, don't read it as the word with what? Read it as the word In other words, you read the postic like this. Withhold yourself from greeting a person, because if you make him more kibomah so the basic idea is that if you greet him before davening tashem, you have the chutzpah of greeting him before, so to speak, greeting Hashem. You made him into a bomber, into a forbidden altar. Ushmuel, or Mabai Shmuel says, you don't have to start rereading the pot of bomber, bamer. You read it bamer. Bamer chachapter ozeh, v'nole eloika. You don't have to read Ash in the pot of. You can just, just ask him about this. Because with what have you made him more chachapter, v'nole eloika, and not hakodesh baruchu? That's bamer. There's no need to dash in the posting as bomber. You read it like this. Because why is he more chosher than Hashem that you greet him before Hashem? Motiv Rav Sheshet. So Rav Sheshet asks the kasha from our Mishnah. It says in our Mishnah, In between the paragraph, you can greet somebody, somebody who you have to accord honor to. And you can return the greeting. Now, during the process of Shema, you haven't yet said uh, Shema Nefri, you haven't yet davened. So how can you start greeting, how can you start greeting people before you've davened? Which, as an aside, <coughs> is a proof <coughs> that the issue to greet somebody is not that some people think, well, once I've said some brothers, that's enough. There, are, there, are su- such, there is such an opinion brought in the Rishonim. However, I think it's the Shema Sadeshan rules out that, and he says, no, you see from this Gemara, the fact that the Gemara asked the Kasha, you haven't yet said Shemana Esrei, how can you start greeting people, saying, Afrokim, Ben Saperek, how can you greet, greet them? You see that the Issa is to greet somebody before you've done Shemana Esrei. So that's the Kasha of the Gemara. You're telling me that before davening Shemana Esrei, you can't greet somebody. So what's going on in our Mishnah? Our Mishnah talks about greeting somebody between the paragraphs, it's still during Kriya Shema. The answer is the Gemara, Tere Gemara Rabbi Abba, the Nashkim the Pitzvah. Rabbi Abba answered up, he said, we're talking about the Nashkim the Pitzvah. That, that's talking about getting up to his, to his door. In other words, this whole iter, to go and greet somebody, means literally to go knock on his door and say, oh, good morning. But if you meet somebody along the road, you're walking to shul. There's no problem. No problem to greet somebody. Let's just clarify that Rabbi Yonah actually says there's actually three categories, three which may even split into a fourth. But there are three main categories. You get the first category is, as we said, Mashkim Lepisto. Literally, I go out of my way in the morning, I go around to somebody's house, or it could be in shul, I go over from my place to somebody just to say good morning to him. That is absolutely forbidden. Absolutely forbidden. So what if I meet somebody along the... Oh, sorry, not meet. There's somebody who, if I don't go and do that... He may take offense, and he's somebody who holds some power, and I'm worried of the repercussions. So, says the Prima Golden, what you should try and do is just shake his hand. Or sort of, uh, yeah, basically just shake his hand, avoid having to actually say shalom to him or good morning, just shake his hand. Because to actually go and say good morning to somebody, greet him shalom, is completely and utterly forbidden. Sorry? Same idea. It doesn't mean Dafka knocking the door. It means you specifically go to somebody for that purpose. Specifically for that, for, 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 for that, for that purpose. 
It's not, it's the same. It's exactly the same thing. But we only have one case. Anytime you go specifically for that purpose, it's forbidden. The second situation is that I do go to his door to say hello to him, but I'm going that way anyway. I'm going, I'm passing his house to go and do something I've got to do along the way. And whilst I'm passing there, I sort of stop off at his door and knock on his door to say hello to him. That is a little more lenient. And the plus there is, you're not allowed to say shalom to him. The word shalom is more stringent than any other greeting, because shalom is the name of our Scottish Baruch So to say to him shalom, that you're not allowed to do even in that situation. Even though I didn't bedaska go to his door, I was going that way anyway, but since at the end of the day you did actually sort of make that little detour to go and say hello to him, you're not allowed to greet him with shalom. However, what you would be allowed to do is, you could greet him by saying good morning, good shabbat. If you don't use the name of Hashem, that, wouldn't, that, 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 would, be, that would be just fine. Um, in a foreign language, to say, I don't know, uh, I don't know what you say to somebody uh, using Hashem's name like God, you know, something like that, um, that may be more of a problem. I'd say if somebody asks you how, well, he's already greeting you, but uh, you say, are you feeling alright, thank God, or something like that, maybe the Mishpura is not, not sure <coughs> if you use the name of Hashem in a different language whether that's got the same zip. Maybe yes, maybe not. But the basic idea is don't greet him with the name Shalom. If you've gone there and it's sort of along the way you went and knocked in, that would have the, um, that would be um, fine to say something like good morning or hello, good Shabbos, as long as you don't use the name of Hashem. Here, as I said, is where the sort of, you could call it a third, you could call it a fourth case. Before we come to the final case, this is the in-between case. What if I'm, I'm not, I go to his house, I go specifically to his house, but not to say good morning to him. I go to his house because I've got to get something from there in the morning. And whilst I'm there, I say good morning to him. Okay? So it's not sure that I thought I was going somewhere else, and whilst I was passing his house and then knocked it. I'm going to his house for a completely different reason. But the mic, I did go to his house, and when I knocked on the door, and he opened the door, I, said, I want to say good morning to him. That, can I say to him, Shalom? Is this more makele? Because, on the one hand, you could say, look, you didn't meet him along the way, you did go to his house. Or do you say, no, it's, um, it's like, um, at the end of the day, I wasn't sort of, didn't specifically go there to say good morning to him. That's the point of my solution. Some say it's exactly the same as the case we just had, some say it's more lenient. And it's more like the third case, and the third case is the most lenient, that's what the Gemara clearly is talking about, and that is when I'm walking along the road, and I just meet somebody, I was minding my own business, along the way, you're walking to Shul on Shabbos, you meet somebody on a bridge lane, as you're walking towards Shul, and you say good Shabbos to him. No problem whatsoever, you can even greet him with the name Shabbos. Greet him with the name of Hashem. So I suppose to say Shabbat Shalom, no problem. But, however the writer says, and we do pass in the Chatzila like this, better, it's better, it's not, it's not, there's nothing wrong with using the name of Hashem, it's better to not use the name of Hashem, even, even in that situation, just to act as some sort of reminder, wait a second, don't get carried away and start having a whole chit-chat, because I've still got to go and dump it. It's like just, it's a reminder, it's a bit like, you know, on putting a reminder in your phone, it's a, it's a sort of a built-in reminder, I'm not using the name Shalom for that reason. The same thing applies, by the way, is bound somebody. Boundaries, you know, somebody, some people go like this, to sort of, uh, as a way of greeting people. That's got the same thing this, and it perhaps is more stringent than saying shalom. It could be even more stringent. Definitely the second case, you're not supposed to bow to somebody, if you meet sort of going along the way. Obviously, the first case, that's no shyla. But uh, even the second case, where you're going along the way, and you're sort of knocking at his door, so about him. And even in this third case, where you meet him along the way, Still, you shouldn't, some say, you shouldn't bow to him, you shouldn't bow to him. Even though you can, strictly speaking, you can say shalom to him, you shouldn't bow to him. Now, here's where there's one little leniency. And that is, if I've already started saying some of the brothers, before I left the shul in the morning, I started saying some of the brothers, then even though we've said, generally speaking, saying the brothers does not help you until you've said Shemana Esrei, with regard to these extra humras, you can be maple. In other words, if along the way, I start saying the brothers. Along the way, I meet somebody on Shabbat. You can say to him, Shabbat Shalom. Why? Are you using the name of Hashem? We say, Lachachil Yishim, doesn't matter, I've said some of the brothers. I meet somebody along the way, and I want to bow to him. I don't need the sort of person who likes to bow him, in a mode of greeting. That's fine, because he says some of the brothers. These are only stringencies. So when it's stringencies, when it's chumras, if you said some of the brothers, the rule is that you can be a little more maker. But generally speaking, remember, it's a 
stands there from the time of Tefillah, from the time of Tefillah, from Amud HaShachar, you're not allowed to speak somebody until you've said Shema, um, until you've done Shema um, So that's that. Those are the three, um, the three, three uh, diapers. You've got, as I said, to specifically go over to somebody to say good morning, completely forbidden. If it's somebody who's going to get offended, fine to shake his hands as the prima donna. Case number two is you're going somewhere anyway, and along the way you want to knock on, knock on his door. That's the middle case. You're allowed to greet him, but not with the name of our chair. And you shouldn't bow to him in greeting. Um, that's case number two. And then you've got, as I said, there's like an in-between case, which is where you're going to his house, but for a different reason, maybe that's more lenient than the second case, maybe not. Maybe it's going to the third case, it's kind of meeting him along the way, maybe yes, maybe not. And the third case, as you said, is literally, you can meet him along the way, I'm walking to shore, I meet somebody, there, strictly speaking, you can greet him as you wish. But, Lechatzilla, we say, don't use the name of Hashem, don't bow to him, Obviously, if it's somebody who's going to take offence, then since it's a stringency, you can greet him. If he's going to take offence, you can greet him. But once you've said some of the brothers, then, since it's a fumra, it's not, nothing to worry about. What if somebody greets you, by the way? Somebody greets you, can you return the greeting? Yes. yes, then you can. Even though he specifically came up to my door in the morning to say good morning to him, you're allowed to return his greeting. I learned from a, from, from, a, from a previous, previous year. So? Oh, correct. Exactly. That, 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 it's, it's a very good point, which, which he adds as well, Mr. Burad. If you've just done the astronomy, so you're coming out and you meet somebody who's just having second meeting, should I say, should I greet him? I mean, the truth is, you meet him along the way. Let's say on my way home, I want to go into somebody just to wish him good shabbos, even though I know he hasn't yet done it. So I'm specifically going there, even though I know by doing that, I'm going to force him to have to answer me. So the Mishra Burra, based on that rush that we had in a couple of sure and that, no problem. You've done it, you've got a hassle to greet him, no problem, you don't have to worry about what's going to be with him. He is 100% mutter, it's 100% to him to answer you, to, greet, to return the greeting, no matter what the situation is. 100%. Okay. Sorry? Yes. Yes. O- only because of this, as I said, you're, n- you're saying the name of Hashem if you say Shabbat Shalom. So it's always better, even in the third situation, it's better if you can avoid it not to use the name of Hashem. Not say Shalom Aleichem, same thing. So you can use any other greeting. 100% you meet somebody on the way to Shul. In all situations, you meet them along the way. You can say good morning to them. You can wish them a good Shabbat. Have a good day. No problem. And strictly, strictly speaking, there's no problem to say Shabbat Shalom either. Yeah? Okay, Thursday Gemara. Next case. Omar Abidi Barovu. Just after the bracket. Omar Abidi Barovu. Yudala Damadala. About nine, ten lines up. Omar Abidi Barovu. Omar Abidi Yitzchak Barashio. Ofer Lola Odom Nafis Chapotzov Kedem Shiv Paroch. I know we may upset quite a lot of people with this halacha, but one's not allowed to go about one's business before davening in the morning. This means once the Zaman of Tefillah kicks in, which the halacha is, from Amut HaShachar. Not like there's a task who says from Itacham or Sunrise, from Daybreak. From Daybreak, you're not allowed to go about your business. That means actively going about it. If you're just looking at what needs to be done, you're sort of just, you know, walking around, just, that, the Mishra Burakim say, is not a problem. But, to actively go about your business, do your, do business work, etc., is forbidden. Trading she is before a person doesn't. Shenem, as it says in the prophet, Tzedek lefon of Yahalish, Tzedek is an expression of Tzedek. He should first go to Tzedek, the Yosem Lederach to Omog, and then set his footsteps along the way. In other words, don't get involved in travelling, we're going to keep travelling as well. But you're not supposed to get involved in business work, doing, they speak about, the person speak about certain things, I don't know, can you have a shower beforehand? Obviously going to Mitzvah, these sort of things people do is not, not a problem. So it's a matter of keep it to a very clear case, one's not allowed to do his business, to to actually go about his business before he does. For Omar Ravidi Barov and Omar Ravidi He says, not only that, I'll tell you, it's not only an Issa. A person who does it is acting a little foolishly. Because we say, Karam Mitzkalel, anyone who doesn't, and only thereafter, 
he goes out on a journey. Journeying and, 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 uh, and uh, business is, is much the same. Don't worry, I'm going to lose time. You know, he thinks to himself, look, I'm, I'm, I've got to travel from here to Manchester. Casey he works out, I don't know, maybe Manchester, I don't know if he can make it in time, but he works out, he can travel there, no problem, and he'll find dominion when he gets there. So what's the problem? No, if you're stepping out after Amudah Shachai, don't do it. But I'm going to lose three hours of my day, says the Gemara. HaKadosh Baruch Hu guarantees you. You them first, and I will sort out that your business does not lose out. Shemana says, Sebek lefonov yahalich, fiyotim v'derech v'omov. You go daven first, fiyotim v'derech v'omov. And then HaKadosh Baruch Hu will make sure that your footsteps are, are, are secure, basically that you will be successful. That's the, that, that, that's, that's the rule. So, in answer to the question, can one work before davening is being asked? The answer is, generally speaking, no. The, the postgame justifies, because there are a lot of people who, in places of need, etc., they, they do, or people do, but lechatzila, if you want to know the halacha, lechatzila, one should not do it. Lechatzila. But as I said, that's only once the zman of tefila kicks in. At this time of year, what, what time is Amad al-Shafa now? Where are we now? Uh, it's about 6.30ish, somewhere around now. I don't know exactly what the time is. Somewhere around 6.30, maybe a little earlier. Then you've probably got the time. But it, it's uh, somewhere around there. Okay, so if, you, if you're working before then, not a problem. But, says the Mishnah Bura, within half an hour of Amut HaShachar, it's not forbidden to work, but then you should make sure you say the brothers and Shema before. I think Shema possibly as well. But you should definitely say the brothers before, say, Berkhatayra, say some brothers, at least to start your day with, with sort of saying hello to Akkadosh Baruch Hu before you go about your business. So from Amad HaShach, that's the business. Um, uh, within that half an hour, you should say the brothers before Ad. Before that, it's not permitted. Um, let me just check. I've covered everything here. Um, yeah. He said, but otherwise, once Amad HaShach has kicked in, there are those who are lenient. And say, no, once you start examining, it's all right. But here's where the Trumat Sadeshan says it. You're not allowed to, says the Trumat Sadeshan, you shouldn't, um, and says the Trumat you shouldn't, shouldn't be involved in, in business. As we said, can you set out on a journey? The answer is, again, it's treated much, much the same. Um, even if you're going to reach there in good time, there'll be a minion there, unless, unless the transport will not wait for you. In other words, it's extenuating circumstances. It's not my fault. I've asked them to wait. If I don't go now, I won't be able to get there. Then you'd be permitted. To, you'd be permitted to go. And as an aside, you should know the same applies to Mincha and Mara. Once it comes as Mama Mincha, you're not allowed to start travelling without summoning Mincha. Okay, so let's say you've got to go to the airport. You've got to go to the airport. If it's already the Mama Mincha, you can catch a minion, I suppose. So if you have a choice between a minion at the airport or, a min- or no minion at home, it would be an interesting shyler. So let's say there's a minion, you know, you can go to Hargis, get the first minion. You're machuyev to go there before you travel, start, start, uh, start travelling. Again, maybe if the airport is not so far away, maybe you say it's no worse than going from here to Edgware, sort of thing. It's not a... But if the, let's say if the airport is quite a distance, you shouldn't go. If, however, I'm travelling, you know, to the airport, and, uh, you know, it's before this Mama no problem. You dumping it, dumping it at the airport, not a problem. Presumably, even Minchah Gedolia. Presumably, even Minchah Gedolia, because strictly speaking, you can already dumping it. He doesn't say, he just says, Who are then is my Minchah Again, but if this is the only time, if I don't travel now, I won't get it to the airport, then no problem. There's definitely no problem. And as I said, if the airport is local, I don't know whether, I'm not, I'm not saying it is a problem, it's not a problem, I don't know if that, because, you know, travelling to a further shul, you have the same thing. How can you travel to a further shul? You can't travel, you've got a local minion here. It's obviously, you're talking about a, sort of a, a decent distance, that would definitely go into the problem. Generally speaking, travelling is not permitted once the Zman of has kicked in, you can't go travelling. There's the Gemara, next Gemara. Omar Rabbi Yehina, Omar Rabbi Zayla. Anyone who uh, goes seven days, seven nights, in other words, seven days, seven nights without a dream, Nikra Ra is called literally evil. Shanam, as it says, the Pothic says, the Soveya Yolin, he goes to sleep satisfied, Badi Pothed Ra. He will not be uh, literally visited by Ra, actually, with, uh, with evil. Don't read it as Sovea satisfied. Elos Sheva. Seven. Read it like this. The Sheva Yolin. If a person goes seven nights 
Sechel, without body uh, pocket, without being visited by our Kodesh Baruch Remember, a dream is really can be a visit from our Kodesh Baruch We'll see Bezat Hashem in the ninth pair. Roll. He's called these. Sheva Yolim body pocket. If he goes seven nights without being visited from Hashem in a dream, wrong. It's bad. He says, This is what Rabbi Chiyah says in the name of Rabbi Yechonah. He says, You have to start reading the Pasuk differently. There's a Pasuk Josh in this Pasuk. Anyone who fills himself with Dibre Torah, and then goes to bed, they will not give him bad, bad news in his dream. He won't have nightmares, he'll have good dreams, sweet dreams. Shinem, as it says, the Sarveya Yolin, Badi Pokedra. If the Sarveya Yolin, you go to bed, Sarveya, satiated with Torah, the last thing you think about when you go to bed is Torah, you learn before you go to bed, then Badi Pokedra. You will not be visited in the night with evil, you will not be given bad dreams or anything like that. As it happens, Oyev Kesef Le'Yisbar is not on the word, it is, there's a message which says, Who are Din? Oyev Torah Le'Yisbar Torah, I think. Yeah, but the Medrash actually says, I think it's Who are Din. Rabbi Elia explains, Rabbi Ron said this at the, uh, he quoted from his, from his grandfather. Rabbi Elia said the Pshatim is that the middle was created for Torah. And Oyev Kesef Le'Yisbar Kesef is, is if you misuse the middle, the more you have, the more you, the more you want, you'll use it for money. The middle was created for Torah. He says, if not and used it for Torah. He, he, he told a story there, he said that, uh, not and went to visit a very rich, you know, to solicit funds. And the person said to him, why are you making yourself so ill over this? Why don't you just make the yeshiva a little smaller? And you went after, you went after collect so, so much. So he said, tell me, how much money do you have in the bank? Why do you make your, you know, you still go around working day and, day and night like a dog to you know, settle for the few, few minutes? She said, I, I love my money, you know. He says, well, I love Torah. The truth is, I, I, although, maybe, it, that was the way he quoted that. I also wanted to say that as well. Can be talking about Torah as well. Some people love money. Why do they love money? Because they can use it for Torah. To build yeshivas, they'll never be satisfied like, uh, like that. So, Uncle Bonnie, you're asking, but lo yisai, you'll never be satisfied. It doesn't mean in that sense. It just means, as you said, you can never be completely filled up with Torah. You can never get enough. It means you learn till you, till you drop, so to speak. Yeah, like, uh, they, say, they say with the Chathanish, once they found them strapped out on the floor. They said, what happened? He said, I always ca- calculate that I learn t- till the last drop, of strength, and then I go to just have enough to get from the stender to the bed. One time I miscalculated, then he collapsed on the floor. That's what I mean, that's the true, uh, we can aspire to, to be Sovea from, from, uh, from Torah. Omer Rabbi Abahu, Omer Rabbi Yechonon. Sorry, Eidoim ben Afrokim v'chudu. Two lines from the bottom of Yedalad Omedal. We have this Machlechus in the Mishnah, whether between Elokechem and Emes is also counted as ben Afrokim. And Rabbi Yehuda said not. Says the Gemara, Omer Rabbi Abahu, Omer Rabbi Yechanan, Halokha Karabi Yehuda. The Halokha is like Rabbi Yehuda. The Omer who says, Bein Elekechem, the Emes Viyatib, Leyatib. Between Emes and Elekechem and Emes Viyatib, you're not allowed to break. Note it says Emes Viyatib. So there are those who say that between Emes and Yatib as well, you shouldn't break. Because Yatib is just another expression of Emes. So in other words, you shouldn't make a gap between Elekechem, Emes Viyatib. You should say it all together. And after the Yatsib, you can stop. La Halokha, the Shulchan Aruch seems to say, it's only MS. But, says the Mishnah Puri, you should try and be Yotze, the Yatsib. In other words, try not to break. If you can avoid it, don't answer to anything between MS and Yatsib. So, I, I don't think anyone actually says, Abed Shema, Elokechem, Ani Hashem Elokechem, MS, the But, at least try not to speak unnecessarily don't greet somebody between Emerson uh, between and Yatsin. So I think I'm more of a patch sound to it. Omer Rabbi Abba, who said Rabbi Abba, Omer Rabbi Yechonon. My time is Rabbi Yehuda. What's the reason of Rabbi Yehuda? Why does he, he say between Elekechem and Emes you can't break? So the Chsir, because it writes in the Pasuk, top of your Daladom and Beis, V'ashem Elekim Emes. And Hashem is the God of truth. Since you've got that Elekim and Emes in the Pasuk, 
they're put one next to each other, Poskin Yirmiyah, therefore we make sure not to break between Elokechem and Emma. And this, as the Poskin point out, it's more stringent than the Emsar You're not allowed to break whatsoever between Elokechem and Emma. Nothing whatsoever. Not even a pause. Lechatzchila, you're not even supposed to pause. Today, Dibber, in other words, uh, for a second or two, between Elokechem and Emma. Not pause. So ask the Gemara. As the Rabbi Yonah explains the question of the Gemara, that means once you've said, Ani Hashem Elokechem Emes. I've said Ani Hashem Elokechem Emes. Now I'm waiting for the Chavah. And he's waiting for the Rav. So it takes 30 seconds. When it comes to, after the 30 seconds, now we're going to start the Brocha after Kriyashma. Where does the Brocha, does the Brocha following Kriyashma start from? It really starts from Emes. Emma really belongs to Emma's reactive. So the Gemara's question is, if I've already interrupted, well, Greece is done, I've made an interruption, then do you have to repeat the word Emma's again? Do you say, I'm not going to say Emma's, and 30 seconds later, Emma's reactive? Or do you say, no, even though you made a break, it doesn't matter, you continue from the active and after? That's the question of the Gemara. So, Omar Rabbi Abahu, Omar Rabbi Yechanan, Rabbi Yechanan says, you do say the word Emes again. Rabbi Omar, no you don't. You don't say the word Emes again. There was a person who went down in front of Rabbi, in other words, he went down to the Omer to Daven. Rabbi, so Rabbi heard him, he heard him repeating the word Emes twice. So Omar Rabbi, so Rabbi said, this person sort of takes hold of all MS, he thinks he's the owner of all MS, and other words, he's saying it's unnecessary. You don't have to repeat the word MS. Even if you make a break, even if you greet somebody, strictly speaking, between MS and Yatsev, you don't have to repeat the word MS. That's that, and that's Takeda Aloka. The Aloka is, you don't have to, if a person, and you shouldn't really, if a person did, we don't have to quieten you. If some, somebody starts saying MS, MS twice, the Aloka is, you have to quieten him, because he sounds like he's saying two things at MS. That's not look like Shema Shema, says Mr. Brewer. But in this case, if I choose to say MS twice, because I made the gap, you don't have to fight on the person. But you don't need to, and you shouldn't really say MS twice. Omar Rabiyeti, says Rabiyeti, How beautiful is the following, following thing which is coming? This, the following uh, um, thing we're about to learn. The Chiyota Rav Shmuel Ba Yehudah. Because when Rav Shmuel by Yehuda, he came from Eretz Yisrael, he came to Babel, Omar, he said, Omri b'marobo. In Eretz Yisrael, they say the following thing, Arvis in the evening. In Marib, they say the following. They say, Daber, in the past, once you get to Vayona, they say, Vayona, Hashem, Amosha, Neymar, Daber, B'nei Yisrael, speaks B'nei Yisrael, V'omar, Sa'aleya, Ami, Hashem, Anakechem, Ana. What happens to the bed in the middle? They skip that. They just say, Daber, B'nei Yisrael, V'omar, Sa'aleya, Ani, Hashem, Anakechem, Ana. It's such a beautiful thing that is. Nowadays, people may think it's useful for other reasons. I don't think it was for the reasons you're probably thinking. But uh, it's not because of saving time. It's because it's a beautiful idea. Because, obviously, what, why? Because at night, it's not the time to sit So we skip out sit-sit. So Omar Abai, Abai said to him, My Malyusa, what's so beautiful about that? For Omar Abkhana, Omar Abba, surely Abkhana says in the name of Rab, In the evening, you don't need to start the parasha of Ayana. It's not the time of, of Tzitzit, so you don't need to say it. Don't start it. But, then Hitzvah, if you start the parasha, don't be have to complete it. So they've started the parasha. If you don't want to say it, don't say it. But if you start it, you start it, you've got to say the whole thing. You can't just skip out half of it. The key table, if you're going to say, V'omat ha'aleh, no follow. So just saying, V'omat ha'aleh, that's not considered starting. Starting means that you made a mention of the Tzitzit, at least. You've said, That's a start. Ah, oh, once you mention Sitsis, then you've got to say the whole thing. But just to say, That's not a start. So I can skip it now. So that's not true. Because, Surely he said, Just to say, That's not starting. But once you've said, And you should say to them, That's a start. Presumably, because Dabar ben Yisrael could be anything, but by saying Dabar ben Yisrael, but Omar Ta'aleh, you still speak already around uh, 
people's uh, more than interest, that's already considered a start of what you've got to actually say to them. That would seem to be the spoil, but either way, he says, once you say, well, Ma'atalem, that's a stop. You say, well, Ma'atalem, you've got to say the whole lot. It's nothing to do with that. Okay, so just, just, we all know what you're, what you're saying there. The brisker roll was just coming to answer. How can you just, you can't just pick half a fossil and then say another half a fossil, or maybe you can say the end of a fossil. But uh, definitely not the first half of a fossil, called Sukkot, the Bosque Nation. So how can you say this? He said, as he said, the Bosque in Acharemus, which Dabon is called the Masalia, that's a fossil. That answers that. But Lamaita, we all know what you're saying. So he says, once you start, and Lamaita, you started saying the third, the third parasha, Vayim HaShem HaMeshalim HaDabba B'nei Yisrael. So therefore, he says, so the, the Alokha is, once you start saying, you've got to say the whole lot. So he says, don't tell me Vayimata Lein, it's not a start, it is a start. So Omar HaPopa answers HaPopa, Kasobi B'marova, in Eretz Yisrael, they held, so Vayimata Lein, Nami Da'avi Aschala. Eretz Yisrael, Zika people, held that Vamatalem is not Ashkala. Until you say Ba'okula and Sitis, maybe because of what you said, maybe that's the reason, but either way, it's not Ashkala, Ad, the Omar Ba'okula and Sitis. Until you say the word Ba'okula and Sitis, it's not Ashkala. So therefore, in Eretz Yisrael, they said we haven't yet started. We said, Dabba and Yisrael, Vamatalem, and Yashem Elekeshem. It's not a start. Omar Abayu, says Abayu, Hilkoff, therefore, Anan, as for us, we in Bobel, we do start to come ask Since, as far as we are concerned, in Eretz Yisrael they do start, we hold that Ramatzadeh is a start. So, since, as far as we're concerned, in Eretz Yisrael they do start, so we also start. We follow them. The Since, according to us, we have started We also complete. So Omar Akan, Omar Abba, because surely Akan has said in the name of Rabba, as we said, Lo Yachil, a person shouldn't begin, then his, and if he did begin, then he's got to complete. So in other words, it's like this. In Eretz Yisrael, they themselves said, look, for Omar Salem is not a star. For Omar Salem is not a star, so we can skip Tani Hashem Elekeshem. But in Bobel, we say what they did in Eretz Yisrael, as far as we are concerned, is wrong. Because once you say Omar Salem, it's a star. So we copy them. And we also start. But since we hold it to start, once we get to Omar Salem, we say it's a start, we've got to say the whole thing. So in a nutshell, in Eretz Yisrael, they say I'm still Omar Salem, they say it's not a start, so they can skip Tani Hashem Elekechem. We copy them and say it's Omar Salem like them, but once we got to Omar Salem, according to us, it's a start. So you've got to say the whole thing. Omar Salem, Omar Salem, it's all the way through. Yeah, is that clear? I don't know what the point is. Why, 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 why they, why they start? Rashi doesn't. Uh, doesn't exactly. That's, that's what I'm thinking. You're not, you're not even being Malki Yisrael Mitzrayim. Whether it's because it's the leading, because where it's going to be a Malki Yisrael Mitzrayim is the is an MSM on weddings because there's, there's, you want to make the connection to that Daniel Shemelekech and MSM or something like that because we hold this MS is supposed to go together with Daniel Shemelekech and maybe perhaps that, 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 that would be the reason it's because of it's, it's because of Daniel Shemelekech and MS do you understand what I'm saying? That we, where, where's going to be your, your mention of, of Yisya Shemelekech it's going to be an MSM on and since we've got this possible Shemelekech and MS so we really want to start from Ani Hashem Rather than just saying the last Pesach, Ani Hashem Elekechem HaSher is Tehsi Hashem, so we say, we sort of start by Yim Hashem Elekechem, and we say a part of it, and then we can lead into Anas Emunah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, this water of the Torah, it's a brisk girl's war. I don't know whether you have to, I don't know whether...
well, no, because to, 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 we, we want, we want, because that Vayema Hashem HaMesha Leimah Daba Bnei Yisrael is also going on the end of it. So we want that Vayema Hashem HaMesha Leimah Daba Bnei Yisrael for the last part, Ani Hashem HaMesha And it's not just going on the tip to say, it's also going on the Ani Hashem HaMesha Leimah Daba Bnei So therefore, we want to say the Vayema Hashem HaMesha Leimah, so that it leads into the Emes Emunah. Now, that's what I, w- I would assume. I said, Rashi Tosis doesn't say a word here, why, what, what, what the, what that's for the word. Sorry, you're going to say that? That's not a start. Yeah, but in, in Bovel, they said as far as we're concerned, they started, that we also start. Bovel just copied, they said, Mr. Varmar Zalem, we also have to say Mr. Varmar Zalem. But we also just start, we have to say the whole thing. Says the Gemara, Chiyobarab um, Omar. He says, Omar Ani Hashem Elekechem. If he said Ani Hashem Elekechem, then you have to say Emes. If you didn't say Ani Hashem Elekechem, you don't have to say Emes. When we say you don't have to say Emes, that means all of Emes Femunah. Ask the Gemara, wait a second. If you didn't say Ani Hashem Elekechem, that means obviously you didn't say the Pasha of Ayona, and you're telling me you don't have to say Emes. You don't have to say Emes Femunah. For a point out to Yitzhak Mitzrayim, you do need to mention Yitzhak Mitzrayim though. So it doesn't make sense. If you didn't say Ani Hashem Elekechem, i.e. you didn't say the third paragraph of Shema, then on the contrary, you definitely should have to say Emes Femunah, because where's the, you haven't said the third paragraph, you're not saying Emes Femunah, so where's your mention of Yitzhak Mitzrayim? Answer the Gemara, the Omar Hoki, he says the following. You just say a shortened version. If you don't say Ani Hashem Elekechem, you don't have to say Emes. What do you say? You say like this. We give thanks to you, Hashem. Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Agod. Sheitzisonim Eretz Mitzrayim. He took us out from the land of Egypt. Uftisonim Elisabotim. He redeemed us from the land of uh, from the house of slavery. Vosisabonim Nisim. He did miracles for us. Ukvurot and mighty things that are yom on the sea. Vosharunulov. And now we're going to sing to you. Michalolcha, etc. Unless it's, unless it's a false convert, it cannot be a... You never have it in Twitter? I don't know. And if, even if it is... I don't know. I don't know whether it's a... You're right, you know what, you know what, it's, yeah, you're right, you're right, it's, it's past, it's past. Because I don't like what I'm yeah, correct. The shine drop and be sanctity, that, 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 that's that, 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 we said, we said, the Yerushalmi said, I don't know if it's for MS Femuna, but definitely for MS Fiaptive, you have to, there's certain things you have to mention. And they are, in fact, it might, it must be for this as well. It must be for this as well. Because uh, this is where they ask the question from. You have to mention, we said, Makas Bechiris. You have to mention, Yitzhak Mitzrayim, Kriyat Yamsuf, and the Malchus. They ask a question from here, that you are missing one of them, at least one or two of them, aren't you? You've got, maybe you could say Hashem Elokeinu, maybe it's some sort of mention of Malchus, but you've got the Yamsuf, you've got the Nisim, and you've got uh, the Gura from Mitzrayim, but you don't have any mention of Makas Bechiris. I think that's the one they ask, possibly the Malchus they ask. Someone to say, you see from here, that it's not the Ekubo. I think there's a rush ball which, which learns from here that it's not, it's not the equivalent. Even though from Yashami it sounds like it is. That, that, that I think we mentioned at the time. I mean, we didn't mention it from this tomorrow. But that's the... Uh, there is a basic minimum we have to mention. But uh, in other words, what the Gemara is telling us now is, if you said MS, then you have to say... Sorry, if you said Aniyah Shemedekechem, then you have to say MS. You have to say the whole thing of MS Femunah. If you have not said Aniyah Shemedekechem, you haven't said the third paragraph of Shema, and obviously you have to mention Yitzhak Mitzrayim, so what do you do? You don't have to say the whole thing of MSM, no, you can just say this, this shortened version. And this once again makes me more convinced that that's why in Eretz Yisrael they did start. It's because ideally MSM, no, is the more ideal, and MSM, no, does go together with Ani Hashem Adekecha. It does, there is this connection with Hashem Adekim Emes, even though obviously it's more, it's more, it starts the other way out. If you say Ani Hashem Adekecha, then you have to say MSM, no, but this connection definitely seems to be there. I'm convinced, I mean, maybe... Perhaps we'll have a look after see if, if it's on the pages, no one has discussed it 
um, that's why they wanted to start it. That, if, as we said, if you don't start it, you don't have to start it. La Allah doesn't get any ideas. We do. We say Vayomer. But La Allah, strictly speaking, they said, you don't have to say Vayomer. And if you don't say Vayomer, you won't say Ani Hashem Elekechem. If you don't say Ani Hashem Elekechem, you don't have to say Emma. You have to say Emma Semen. And you can say this shortened version. Omer Rabbi Yeshua ben Kacha, Lomo Kodma Parsha Shema Bechulu. He said in the Mishnah, Rabbi Yeshua ben Kacha, he asked, What's the reason for the order in which we say Shema? First, Shema with Bohaftah, then you say Vayom Shema and then Vayomer. As Tosus here explains at the top of the page, the question being that we're not following the order in the Torah, but if Vayomer comes, comes first in the Torah. So, Amoksim and Mokhabat Torah, we're not going by the order in the Torah. If you're not following the order of the Torah, then surely Vayomer Shema should come first. Because if Vayomer Shema is first talking to the, to the congregation, to the civil, then you should home in Shema, the Hafsa in the singular. So on that we said in the Mishnah that, um, that let's, let, let's, let's go straight, straight into the Gemara first. Tanya, it's been taught in a brighter. Rabbi Shimon ben Yechai Omer, Rabbi Shimon ben Yechai says, Bezinhu sheyakum shema levahayam shemaya. It makes a lot of sense that shema should come before vahayam shemaya. Why? Shezer lilmoy, bezer lilami. Because shema is all about learning. To learn the Torah. And then the other one, which is Vayam Shemaya, as it says in the first verse, it says Vidibartabon. You should speak about the word Vidibartabon, although it may be talking about Triash Shema as well, but there is Vidibartabon, it's also talking about Torah, that you should speak the word of Torah, that's learning. Vidibartabon, the second parasha, talks about, talks about uh, teaching. Vidibartabon, you should teach it, teach the word to your children. And obviously, you first have to learn before you teach. So, the first parasha comes, Vahatta uh, comes first. Then, Vahoyam Shemaya Vayomer. Vahoyam Shemaya comes before Vayomer. Shazer Lilmoit. The Kirsha possibly should be, and some do change Kirsha Shazer Lilami. Because Vahoyam Shemaya is all about teaching. Vizer Lasses. And then, Vayomer is all about doing. Sitting. It's active. So, the order obviously has to be first you teach, and then you do not you personally, but the order generally goes, the Rebbe learns, he then teaches, and then people do. That's normally the logical order. So first, Vahata, which is all about learning, then Lalami, the next one, which is about teaching, and then you'll get, for also you'll get Kali Charles doing, doing the, uh, doing the mitzvah. So, says the Gemara, um, what's going on here? Hold on. Otu Shema. Are you telling me the first paragraph, Lilmoid Iste? It's got in that parasha about learning. Lilamid Velato Iste, but it's got not, nothing to do with teaching and doing. So obviously, but surely it's written there, Vishinamtov, which means teaching the Torah. Ukshartov, and it's also got about putting on the spirit, you should tie them on. Ukhtavtov, you should write down that, that's the doing. Vistu, and furthermore, the Hoya and Shomeyah, when it comes to the second paragraph, Lilamid Iste, it's got about teaching. The last is left say, doesn't have anything about doing. The Oxford Bishuli writes there. That, 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 that's, that's the teaching. The Master is on the Tanakh, the Dabi Bond, etc. And what did it say there afterwards? And you should write them. You've got again the doing there. So, Elohaki Ka'ama, rather, this is what it meant to say. Fedinu Shetikdam Shema. Vahayam Shamaya. Shema should come before Vahayam Shamaya. Shazer Lilmoid Ulalamid Velasis. Because the first parasha has in it learning, teaching, and doing. Lidabobom, learning. Vishinamtom, teaching. And then Ukshatom Ukshatom is the doing. Vahayam Shamaya Lavayana. Shazer Yishbal Lamid Velasis. Vahayam Shamaya comes second. Because it's got both about teaching. And he's doing. Whereas Vayema comes last because it doesn't have learning, doesn't have teaching, it just has the doing. Sit. Ask the Gemara. Now, what's the relevance to us? Why don't you learn it out? Why do you have to come on to this reason? Why can't you use the reason of Rabbi Yeshua ben Karcha? Surely Rabbi Yeshua ben Karcha and our Mishnah, what did he say the reason for the order is? Because Shema is all about being recovered on Master Shemayim. All about accepting the yoke of heaven. And then after that you come to being recovered on Mitzvah. 
that makes sense should be, should be next. And then you come to Bayonah, which is only known during the day. It doesn't apply at night. You don't wear sitsis, there's no fear of sitsis at night. Then it makes sense. You start with Shema, which is Kabbalah Sama Shemaim. Then Bayonah Shema comes after Kabbalah Sama Mitzvah. You first have to accept the God, and then you can accept the Mitzvah. And then when you've got a choice between Vayim Shemayim and Vayim Vayim Shemayim is both by day and night, learning Torah, that comes before Vayim which is Sittis, which is only during the day. So why, what, what was wrong with that reason? Answers the Gemara, Chazava Eitzama. It's saying, we're giving you a reason as well as that. In other words, Chazava, there's one reason in the Mishnah, Kedeshi Kabbalah of Omar Shemayim Tzichilah. That you should first be Makabal of Mashamayim, the Yachakati Kabbalah of El Mitzvah, and then only thereafter should you accept upon yourself the El Mitzvah. That's why I'm Shamaya. But only then, furthermore, Mishum de Ispa Hani Miliachra Naisa. Because there's also these other things we just talked about, the various other, um, the, yeah, this idea of one thought to learn, teach, and do, etc. We've got this, this, this second reason for the order. So there's two reasons for the order, basically. Says the Gemara, Rav, Moshi Yode, Vikara Kriyashma, Vanaf Tfilim. Rav, and then the Sali. The order that Rav used to do things when he got up in the morning was like this. Moshi Yode, first he'd wash his hands, Vikara Kriyashma, and then, when it, at least if it was the time for Kriyashma, he would read Kriyashma, the Anaf Tfilim, and then he would put on Tfilim, the Sali, and he would then, afterwards, he double. Ask the Gemara, the Hechi Avitachi, how could he do that? How can he do that? For Tanya, but surely we've learned in a brighter. Hachayvah kuch lamet. Somebody who's digging a kuch, which is, it's uh, basically in a cave, I don't know what there's probably a term for it. What? Crypt? Is that what it's called? Okay. The, um, but what it is, is in the cave, instead of burying in the ground, they used to bury in the cave, in the walls, they used to, is that what it's called? Crypt? Right, okay, we, we, we learned some. Huh? A catacomb. Okay. Right, but either way, so you're digging this cook in the in the uh, I'll call it the cook in, in the in the in the wall of the of the uh, of the of the cave. Basically, you're busy digging a grave. You can translate it as a grave if you want. You're digging a grave for a mate. Um, the, the kever. In fact, there you go in, a, in basically a graveyard. Potter mikriyashemar minatfila minatfila. Since he's involved in a mitzvah, he's busy digging a grave for somebody who, uh, for, um, for, for a mate. So he's also, he's exempt from Kriyashima, Philo, and Philip. Umikol mitzvah, Tamur, is Torah. And all mitzvahs which are written in the Torah. Tosis says, what Umikol mitzvah, once you said all mitzvahs in the Torah, so why did you, why did you need to tell me, um, Kriyashima, for example? Take a look at the little faces on the side there. Mikol Mitzvah Salmer is Batayra. Dim Taimah, says Taisus. Directly to the side. Right hand side. Bechi Kriyashim Ala Havah Bichlau Mitzvah Salmer is Batayra. If you're telling me you're exempt from all Mitzvahs in the Torah, so why do you have to spell out Kriyashim? You could ask the same really by Tzvillin and Tzvillin as well. But why do you have to spell out Kriyashim? Is that not one of the Mitzvahs of the Torah? The Yishlema answers the Gemara, no, you may have thought it's different. The Yilotani Be'edya Kriyashim, because if you haven't taught specifically Kriyashim, only these things which don't have, only mitzvahs which are not, have a, which don't have a fixed time, you can do them later anyway. To carry on with the mitzvah you're doing, don't stop to do those. Our Kriyashima, when it comes to Kriyashima, the Kaviyadu Zaman, which has a fixed time, I may have thought that you don't have to stop for it. Since the time is going to pass. Maybe you should stop for Kriyashima. Kamashima, it doesn't matter. Even though you may end up missing Kriyashima as a result of it, it'll be too late by the time you finish, don't stop for Kriyashima. We could presumably answer the same sort of thing for the album. I.e. Tfilin, well Tfilin goes together with Kriyashima, because if you're reading Kriyashima, ideally you're supposed to be reading wearing Tfilin as we're going to see. As for Tfilin, Tfilin as well. It's not as posh as, as, as uh, it's not as much of a Kiddush as Kriyashima, because Tfilin there's Tashlumin. Tfilin you can make up, if you, if, because it's not your fault, you couldn't have Shema, um, Shacharis, you can make it up as a, you'll make it up when you get to Mincha. But still, it's got, it's got a fixed time. Same sort of idea. So, Tosis basically gives us a, 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 an answer. That if you would have just said you're part from all, from all mitzvahs, I would have thought that means mitzvahs, which I, I, I can do at any time. 
when it comes to Kriya Shema, maybe even Tzvila, for these things which if I don't do it now, I may end up not being able to do, maybe I should just stop for a minute, read Kriya Shema, and then continue on. So that's why he says, no, even Kriya Shema, Tzvila, didn't all mitzvah to your pastor from. He among Kriya Shema, carries on the bride, so when it comes to time for Kriya Shema, Oile, he goes up, and he washes his hands, puts on his spirit, the and then he reads Kriyashima and Dabam. So the Gemara says, before you go any further, you've just, you've just contradicted yourself within about two lines of each other. Reisha Amai, and the Reisha you said, Potter. That he's Potter from Kriyashima, Sfira and Sfira. He doesn't have to, he's busy doing a mitzvah. The safe one, then you go and say, oh, when it comes to time of Kriyashima, Chayyab, you should go, stop what he's doing, go read Kriyashima. Answer Gemara, holy Kasha, that's not a problem, because Sefer betray, in the Sefer we're talking about where there's two grave diggers. The ratio of the Chaz, and the ratio is talking about one. In other words, if you're the only grave digger, continue doing, with what you're doing. If there's two of you, it says in the Sefer, then one can continue while one, one goes through Kriyashima, and then you do a switch around. So we'll just end with the Kasha. There's the Gemara, but Nicole Mokka and Kasha Lerav. It's still a Kasha, um, sorry, Nicole Mokka and Kasha Lerav, yeah. It's still a Kasha on Nabdo. Because at the end of the day, what do you see from this price? The one point we're really interested in this price is, Tefillin comes before Kriyashima and Tefillin. And what did Rav do? Rav washed his hands, read Kriyashima, and only then put on Tefillin. That's the Kasha, which Tezis Hashem will pick up from tomorrow, leave you with the kasha, why did Rav first read Kriyashma and then put on the Tzfilin? Surely we see from this price and we're going to learn for very good reason that a person should always be, should always at least try, except for the exceptional circumstances, you should always have your Tzfilin on before you read Kriyashma. That's the kasha on Rav. There's a kasha and tomorrow we'll see the answer. <laughs>